Today is an extra special episode for our listeners. First and most importantly, it is November 11th, which means it's Remembrance Day. And on this day, we do a lot of reflecting and thanking for the men and women who fought for our freedom so that we could do cool stuff like this and record this podcast every week. Secondly, the Leafs and Flames will play each other on Friday night for the 500th time, dating back to last year's Canadian division that nobody really cared about. And me and Russo will be in attendance for that one. So I guess that's the special part um, of the podcast episode of the introduction that I said. But in this episode, we'll be previewing that tilt. Um, so I guess we could jump right in with myself, yeah. Tom, and Russo here about that game yeah, guys, that will be going on. Yeah, guys, if anyone's going to be there, uh, we're having a meetup, first intermission at Section 319. Meet us there. We'll get a lot of people going there, man. Oh, yeah. They'll be flying. It'll it'll be us, too. Tickets as a business expense. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, no, I'm excited. First live game that I'm going to be going to, at least for hockey, since January 2020 when the Flames were here, and they won against the Leafs. 2-1 a shootout. David Riddick was unbelievable. Um, Remember that game pretty well. Um, But, like, something I didn't know – going into this game is Thomas told me the other day that he goes, you know why the tickets were so expensive? And I go, <laughs> it's the Leafs. And he goes, no, it's the hall of fame game. And I go, Oh, oh and I'm really? like, Jerome McGinley will be there. <laughs> yeah. So he's there, man. I'm so pumped about that. It's like, if it was any other hall of fame, yeah, I wouldn't like, Oh, that's cool. But because Iggy's going to be here. I'm like, that's freaking awesome. And I can't wait. I can't did wait. You get, to see did you boy. get your Jersey? Oh no, it's, I have a few Iggy jerseys, but they're all too small at the moment. So ah. I'm probably going to be rocking blast you could draw tomorrow. But no, like, that's so cool. I like Iggy, all-time favorite player. And it's not so, particularly close. Are they doing the – they normally do, like, an old-timers game before? Is that not that I know of. No, they not do it the I, Sunday, the Sunday after the Friday Sunday Hall after. of Fame thing. Yeah, yeah. And then when the inductions on Monday – I don't know. Is this it? year they're doing Monday it. It's, this year it's weird because they're not actually doing an in-person one again. So I think it might be Saturday. So yeah, it's virtual oh, again. But no, yeah, big uh, – can't wait for that. I'll definitely watch it because Iggy is getting in. But oh, yeah. no, I just – I thought that was pretty cool. I'll be, I'll be screaming at the top of my lungs from Rule 12 and Section 319 <laughs> when, when they yell, when they say Jerome McGill. I may be pumped. I think he'll get it. Like, he's – Oh yeah, he's loved man. everywhere. He's gonna get a huge applause. Everyone will. I I, I totally forget who's got in this year. It was Iggy, Marion uh, Hosa, Mary, um, oh Hosa, yeah. Kevin Lowe. Ah, fucking Kevin Lowe. Fuck yeah, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and some Russian dude that always yeah, gets that, in. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's. I think that's a that's a pretty fun part of the game. But getting actually to the game, both teams I would say are gonna be going in playing probably pretty good hockey. The Leafs have been playing at very very well as of late okay so before we break this down Mm -hmm. uh thomas we both know how all of these games end up right (laughs) like the flames are winning this (laughs) dan vladar is starting tomorrow i wouldn't like put your eggs in that basket yet oh is he really starting well markstrom's playing tonight so i think they're probably gonna be unless sutter's crazy and he's going markstrom back to back which I mean, he started him 17 games in a row at the end last season, so it wouldn't even surprise <laughs> me if he did. Uh, but I'd imagine Dan Vodar is going to be going tomorrow. I would have started him tonight yeah. against Montreal and then Markstrom tomorrow. Yeah. But what are you going to do? That you got to start that one just of them. just leans into it. It's a Leafs trap game. Yeah, exactly. The backup. 
<laughs> oh yeah, get, Dude, and with, with a with a, and, and with a Sutter coach team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But you know the way it goes, right? Game. He's gonna go all David Riddick on your ass. Oh, like how for David sure. Riddick would always play Unreal against the Leafs. Oh, yeah. And then it would be Freddie Anderson for us, but now it's Jack Campbell, who's pretty good too. Yeah, is that a good year? Yeah. No, but um, kind of getting into it, I think um, the Flames, they've lost three of their past four, two of them in overtime. Yeah. And they probably should have won three of those games. Game against San Jose on Tuesday was That was stupid. redonkulous, man. A- Aiden Hill played the best game of his life. Literally, and this dude. Had no, two I'm assists. so. I was sitting there before <laughs> the did. game started. I'm sitting there before the game started, and they're showing the goalie stats. So obviously, Markstrom's got his nine four two, and they show Aiden Hill, and they go Aiden Hill from Calgary, and it's like an eight eight six. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, he's gonna play. He's gonna make like forty saves tonight, and he made like thirty seven. So <laughs> he they played very well, as good as they could have against uh, San Jose. They came out sloppy in the third, and it kind of costed them. But even against Dallas, against Nashville, they played two good games, games they probably should have won. And obviously, they dominated against the Rangers. So I have really no complaints going in. They did. They, they are switching up their lines going into tonight Is that against right? Montreal. They, yeah, the, this top line staying the same, Gaudreau, Lindholm, Kachuk. Their second line is going to be Monaghan, Mangiapane, and Coleman, which, thank God, finally. Um, then I believe it's Dubé, Backlund, Lewis – which, eh. And then um, Trevor yeah. Lewis is Daryl Sutter's boy. Oof. And yeah. then it's Lucic, a... Richardson, and um, uh, Pitlick. So, that is mm. a grinding line right there. Yeah. And Lucic, you know, shout out Lucic. He's been playing well. The guy's like <laughs> yeah, four goals this year. Yeah. He's on pace for like 30 goals or something right now. He's been playing well. So I can't really blame him. And I haven't, mind, I haven't minded Brad Richardson. He's a fourth liner. It's like, whatever. So, um, no, they've been playing good. I mean, I can't really complain going in. Like, we have the stats pulled up kind of side by side. I guess we'll go over that in a bit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking. These are like – The Flames, at least are, except for the power play. Close. Except for the power play, the Leafs, and the penalty kill where they have by 0.3%. It's, uh, it, it's, pretty, it's a pretty good matchup, I think, on paper at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know if John Tavares is playing tomorrow. Or Andre Kasha. Would be. Russo, forget me if I'm wrong, but did Tavares miss another game versus the Flames back then? Like Matthews. two years ago? Well, it was Matthews. Matthews. I was right. Matthews. Because Matthews yeah. got injured against the Rangers. That's right. And like they announced right after the game, he's out for four weeks. And I was like, oh, they're playing the Flames on Monday. That's actually kind of nice. Yeah. No, I saw Tavares both times when I went. Tavares played. It was Matthews who was injured, and it was obviously obviously Nylander wasn't there either because he wasn't signed at the time. That's right. It was that. It was and right. it was that game where Hyman thought he scored, but it was sitting yes. on the outside of the net. Yeah, I remember yeah, I was like yeah. sitting there, and like the Leafs are celebrating, but all of a sudden I see Mark Jankowski and TJ Brody breaking down on a two on one on an empty net, and I'm like, why did you blow it down? It's like puck was never in. Yeah, no, that was funny. I remember that. I remember that pretty clearly. That was a really good three M game. I remember back when. Kachuk, Froelich, good game. I miss those guys. Well, I miss Froelich, but anyway. Tom, I got a question for you, man. What's up? This better be the first damn game you stay up and watch, man. We're in attendance. Like, the buzz is already there for you. Oof. It's not a 7.30 start. <laughs> the 7 o'clock start. It was actually I'm... supposed to be 6 o'clock our time, and it yeah, got changed. it was 6. That's what it said, like, everywhere. 
It yeah, was saying six o'clock. The Leafs had a whole bunch of six o'clock games that got switched, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. LA this one was, was one supposed to be a six o'clock as well. Yeah, it was really weird because when I got, if you went on every website, it said six o'clock, and then I got my tickets. And it's at seven. And I'm like, okay, which one is it? And then <laughs> the NHL guess. officially went, hey, it's seven o'clock. So six o'clock would have been really weird. It would have made sense if they were going to make a big ass ceremony for the Hall of Fame, but I don't imagine it's going to be that long. Uh, it's pretty long. I mean, <laughs> my, if my I manager, remember correctly, it's pretty long. Yeah. My manager at work said something pretty funny to me today. He's like, he's like, oh, there's a ceremony before the game tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay, leaves are losing. Because they, <laughs> whenever they have like a ceremony like this, like they always sleep into the game and it's like they don't start till like five minutes off the third so hey maybe it'll work to the flames advantage because the flames haven't had a bad time starting this year daryl sutter's had a very good job on starting on time it's you know executing but mm-hmm. can't really See, complain and also the leafs have trouble starting regardless yeah it's that's a every trap game. game with the backup going on the second half of a back-to-back <laughs> i wouldn't say it's a trap game though sutter doesn't really have him like a trap no, like for the Leafs, like everything indicates that they should have the upper hand here. Oh, fair enough. And then Do they they'll then? find some way to disregard any advantage that they've had. <laughs> well, the Flames have the best player in the game, Johnny Couture. That's right. I mean, no, if you look at the points, no, if you look at the points, he has 14 points, Marner has 13. The Flames definitely have the second best player in the game, Johnny Couture. <laughs> no, nah, Nylander's been very good. Can't can't complain about Nylander. Marner's been it's been hot lately, but it still like seems it's like he's kind hot. of it's just he how he's, he's been. It still seems like he's doesn't really give a shit though. I don't know. I gave me his LA it was the, like mm. That's the thing of like this team runs off of the stars. If the stars are going, the whole team seems to be going. If the stars have a bad night it kind of trickles down to the other two lines as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's and any team, it though. Is any, but like the good teams will always have somebody that just steps up. Yeah, there's always somebody. Fair um, enough. man, it's hard watching Marner, and I know he's scoring uh, a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Dude, he doesn't care. It's it's hard to watch that. It really is. I'm like. Being put with Tavares, I think, did him a little bit of good. Um, mostly because it led to Nylander and Matthews being together. And just what a duo that is. Yeah. Just how good is Calgary-born William Nylander? <laughs> now from Sweden. Officially now from, from Sweden. Sweden. But, man, I, I don't know. Like, Thomas, you actually watch the games. Mm-hmm. I only see the highlights. Right. And I only see Marner when he does something creative. And it's like every other game. Yeah, I mean, like, like I've been... That, it's like invisible. Yeah, I guess, I, guess I, I won't fully go on the invisible side, but like uh, dating back to what you just said, like you just, if the stars aren't going for this team, it's usually no one's going. And then Russo, you said that like that's with every team. I don't think it's with every team because we the other every other team doesn't have fifty percent of the cap locked up with the Fair core enough. four. And there In was Vegas. this yeah, but there was <laughs> there was this stat like the other day that everyone in the hockey world was talking about. Oh, the only goal scorers of this team last fourteen goals or something were the yeah, core four. Yeah, something stupid. Which it was like almost twenty goals was, was Marner, Matthews, Tavares, Nylander. Yeah, that's that was dumb. insane. That's until pretty Kasha stupid. Scored. 
Yeah, until Kasha scored. But, like, get, getting back to your uh, point, Tom, about, like, Marner and stuff, like, would you be thrilled going into a game in Philadelphia where the fans seem to be either really groggy or really happy to see their team play, and then you're on a line with Kerfoot and Richie? Like, I'm not thrilled about that Ooh, at all. Is that what it was last night? Yeah. Ooh. Like, if yeah, you're going to do they, something they, like they that, put Nylander, Marner, or... Matthews. Like, put the big three up on the line and then let them go in the offensive zone and kind of dominate there. But at the, end, at the other end of the spectrum, Tom, I will kind of agree that he doesn't look thrilled out there. But that has to do with probably the lines he's on and line matching he's on. And on the power play, there he does not know where to go. Like, is it the bumper? Is it the wing? Is it in front of the net? Like, I don't know. See, so, I saw – I don't know if this was by design – do they have Marner behind the net on the power play? They did. I think yeah. so now. Because yeah. I've been calling for uh, behind the net on the power play for like two or three years. I love the idea. Detroit did it a couple of years ago um, during their tank year. Mm-hmm. And it was like the only time they scored goals. Was yeah. They put two guys behind the net on the power play and it worked. Um, Minnesota did it. Did you guys see Zuccarello and Kaprizov? Oh, yeah, that was yeah. great. That was awesome. That was bullying. They I feel so bad for the Coyotes. The Rangers. Or, yeah, sorry, the Coyotes. Coyotes. Those poor Coyotes. They bullied them. That was hilarious. You see, was it Fiala that scored that stupid goal last night? Yeah. Where, like, he, Fiala, he, like, he like, batted uh, it in and like, went top shelf. Yeah. Minnesota's fun. Talk about a fun Minnesota's team. Fun. Minnesota. Those but, guys uh, are fun. But anyway. Like, Marner behind the net seems to work so well. I would personally put Nylander there because I think he's a lot better along the boards. Marner tends to get, like pushed out of the way knocked off quite easily mm-hmm. but i think that's just such a creative idea yeah. i don't know i'm just a big fan of it it's also because no. you, you'd rather probably have nylander on the flank too just because he's a way better shot than Marner. <laughs> yeah. and honestly that you're too. not taking matthews out of his spot so that too it, it makes the most sense in my opinion at least yeah it's like hey Fingers crossed, but whenever I watch the highlights and then I see the Leafs, oh, they got a power play. Because I watch it knowing or not knowing the score going in right? Um, as best as possible. Except Steve Dangle's videos always tend to be third <laughs> on whenever I type in NHL. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I can see his fucking face and I'll get away from the title because he puts the score in the title. But other than that, I try to go and blind every game. And now when the Leafs score a power or get a power play, I'm no longer terrified that it's going to be a waste of two minutes. Yeah, that's like the Flames power play, really. What I've, what I've, uh, what I've figured out over the past few years watching the Flames power play is if, if they, um, if they don't win the faceoff to start the power play, or if they don't regain possession inside the zone, chalk it up. They don't. So they have a their, terrible their breakout. <laughs> their entry is so bad because it's literally pass the puck to Johnny Gaudreau and let him do everything. <laughs> because they don't, outside of him and Lindholm, they don't. At least on that unit, they don't really have any guys that like carry the puck into the zone. He gives it to Monahan. Monahan either bobbles it or dumps it in. Kachuk isn't like fast enough to be the guy to be like, hey, just go in and do shit. Kachuk's more like you're gonna dump it in. He's gonna go murder someone. Yeah, yeah. But, like it. The the drop pass is so dumb too. I hate it. Like, I hate it so much. Like yeah, on the, so the second unit for the Flames, I like it a lot better when they're breaking out because they come out as a five man unit and they just mm-hmm. make a pass to whoever's open. That's what's our unit du- too. Yeah, it's usually yeah. Dubé or Backlund or Mangiapane, and those guys are all fast enough to you know get into the zone and make something happen. 
But no, the power play is like if they don't start with possession, like they're screwed. And like, but when they start with possession, it's really damn good because it's usually Gaudreau just doing a bunch of wizard shit. And then, you know, he gives it to Anderson who either throws a bomb on net or it's Lindholm on the flank and he's doing his thing. Monaghan just kind of stands there these days. Yeah. Like, they it's so a sad. Little of, like, um, a little bit of knee injuries and some hip surgeries. Yeah. I do, I do kind of wish they'd throw Manji Apani on that unit. Just because I feel Is he like not on be, the top one. No, they, it's 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 the same top unit that it's been, which is Monahan, Lindholm, Gaudreau, Kachuk, and now it's Anderson because Geo's no longer around. And then the second unit, it's uh, Backlund, Dubé, Mangiapane, Lucic, and Hannafin. Which I would like to see Coleman on that unit, but apparently yeah. he said in the summer, like he said, he's not good on power plays. And I'm like, well, they're paying you 4.9 million dollars. So you Tampa be Bay on have him on the power play? I don't, I don't think so. Just because like Tampa have like eighteen guys that they can use, so maybe I swear not. He was on power play too. He might have been, but I don't think he was because the first unit was Stamkos, Kucherov, Point, Palat, and Hedman, and then it was right. Sergachev, uh, Johnson, which is hilarious, Sorelli, Maroon, and then Yanni Gord. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess he wasn't. Oh, I guess he wasn't. So, but I don't know. I would like to see him get on that unit. I would like to see Shillington get more of a chance in the power play, too. He's looked awesome. He was on a six-game point streak, and then he got snapped last game. But, um, no. So, I think going into tomorrow's game, I think the Flames' biggest thing to win, stay out of the damn box, please. And don't let Matthews do whatever he wants because, you know, he's going to score. And especially if Ladar is playing. and trust me i like dan vladara but he's only played two games and one was against new jersey (laughs) and they won 5-3 and they were up like 5-1 in that game so i don't know it's um stay out of the box you know like i know they're gonna be on a back-to-back but like do your absolute best to just come out hot like we you know the leafs are not going to start on time right because whatever, for whatever reason, Sheldon Keith can't get this, team this, get this team started on time. So I feel it's going to be a grind game tomorrow, and I think that's kind of what the Flames are going to want because the Leafs clearly don't like to play that type of game, right? I would like to see Kachuk like, just piss someone off to fall on Campbell again. That'd be funny. No, dude, no, <laughs> do not say that. We have, no, we have Joseph Brickwall left after that. We don't need anyone else. <laughs> Dude, if he Russo, if he literally, if he falls and injures Campbell, the whole stadium will. Don't wear a Kachuk jersey. That's all I'm telling you. Wear my Kachuk one. Don't worry, but I would. He would be the most hated guy in in Toronto for sure. Like, oh, he's gonna get booed tomorrow. Every time he touches the puck, I think they're gonna boo him. I don't know about that. Well, I think going back to last year with the Campbell thing, I think they're going to. You know, I'll start it for you, Russo. I'll start the booing for Thomas you. Thomas should. They should do what they did to Adam Fox the other night. Did you guys see that? When yes. they were booing the hell out of Fox. That, that was, was awesome. That was great. And like, it's like it's not your fault, thing. but we understand. No, like it, to me, I was standing there and I'm like, look, it's not really your fault, but like we're gonna boo you anyway because you're yeah. a dickhead. Yeah. And he played such an awful game too. He had the goal waved off, and then it was like he was brutal. And he's been bad both games against the Flames this year. He was bad. I think the booing got to him. But no, it was a, uh, and then Kachuk scored that goal with him on the ice, and it was like holy shit! Did you see the goal, Tom, where he went between the legs, like top shelf on Shesterkin? Oh yeah, and I saw that. That was, was gross. Like, I was like, like so really like, nice, but wasn't it the six nothing goal? Yeah, yeah, but still, like, 
it was still dirty. It was, but like, hey man, six nothing with like was it three minutes left, maybe it was like five nothing with three minutes. I don't, minutes left. Like, I don't know if you need I, to go between like, the legs there. It was pretty filthy though. Like the fact that like he was like he was facing forward and then he turned and then he went. Ah, actually, I'm gonna go between the legs and shelf it on one of the best goalies in the league. I thought that was pretty jokes. He does that. I thought that was pretty year, funny. Man. Well, oh, this this is the fourth time he's done it. He did it against Nashville. He did it against the Islanders. Which he did it against Nashville San Jose. Still the best. The Nashville oh, by far by well, it was a one timer. Yeah, one timer time. between the legs and went boom. Yeah, he's filth. He's filth. He's had, he's had a really good start to the year, Kachuk too. But what do the Leafs have to do to win tomorrow? In your opinion, guys, don't no, get I- Daryl Suttered. No, um, I'll go first, Tom, because you seem to not watch much of the Leafs this year for specific reasons, and I totally get that, totally get it. But I think the number one thing they have to do is obviously not start, like not not start on time, because that's clearly an issue this year. And don't lose grip of the structure that they played, that they did against the Flyers, because they played an awesome defensive game versus them yesterday. And I think that's something that, like, Johnny Goudreau is going to be a huge problem because he's so fast and he can create plays just by the snap of your fingers. Like you'll be looking at him, you'll be he'll be skating out the ice, and a play is already created for a, a wide open guy. So I think that's something they really have to watch. They have to watch the rush chances for the Calgary Flames and sort of have their structure. And then obviously bury every chance, every good chance that you can get on this backup goalie if he does indeed play. Yeah, like it's going to be tough to, I guess. Like the least tend to get goalied a lot. For mm-hmm. one, you don't can't get goalied. Please do not get goalied. Um, and then I don't want to say you almost have to play the Flames game, but in a way that the way the but in a way the Flames style of play is they almost can't. the way the Leafs have been playing this year. Regardless, nah, they they can't they can't play the way they do. They don't have the guys. They don't have the personnel. They don't. Keith but, doesn't have them um, playing that kind of way. Unfortunately, I watched a lot of like the Philadelphia game last game. And I remember back to a lot of the times Tavares was hurt, not playoffs. Well, even against Montreal to an extent. Uh, and then when Matthews has been out, mm-hmm. this team almost tends to hunker down defensively and be really locked in. Yep. And if they could be fully locked in against the flames and sort of match defense for defense, I'm not saying like sit back and kind of, dictate the play from the defensive style the way uh, Sutter has the play. The yeah, play. They, they haven't really been playing like that, though. And I think a lot of people are, like, getting the impression that the Flames are sitting back. They're not. They're, They're not. not. The Leafs at all. as well, like, like, we look at their goals for, and their mm, goals allowed. Uh, but, like, 2.57 goals per game. Guys, that's not very good. Yeah, the no. Flames are 3.4, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did not like, expect the Flames to be scoring like this to start the year. I thought it was going to be a struggle to score goals. And, like, I think we think of the Leafs as, like, this giant offensive juggernaut because they're paid to be up front. But, like, the third line is such a lockdown line. I think um, Kampf and Kasha have two of the best defensive numbers in the league. Um, Their plus-minus doesn't suggest that. <laughs> Well, man, like maybe score. I know plus minus is a bullshit stat. I know <laughs> they, they could be a minus four and be on the ice for like five goals against. It's like the Philip Deneau special. Um, That's fair, right? Like, dude's not going to yeah. score goals. He'll let one in occasionally, 
But I'm only like, when okay, I'm scoring with him on the ice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I kind of hope Keith plays the comp line against the Gaudreau line tomorrow. Kind of hope that happens. Do it. Kinda... Do it. Let them ruin what I've seen, Like I like David Kampf. Yeah, but like I like Andre Kasha. Ka- I've I've loved Kasha. I've loved Kasha, and like, man, if you could just be healthy, just get back to a little bit of what you were before. Um, but no, thank you, Boston, and your history of mismanaging concussions, and then going there and getting a concussion. Thank you, Kasha. You know how many times this year, guys, like about Kasha, like we're talking about him. You know how many times he's gotten absolutely rocked, and I'm just like, well, there, there he goes. A million dollars off our cap space for yeah, the rest well, of the year. <laughs> we were watching a game, weren't we? And we were both like, oh, that there it goes. It was the preseason game. We were, yes, when we were at the Crooked queue. Yeah, he got like hit in the corner hard. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember who hit him. They were playing the Sens. It might have been, was it Zaitsev? Might have been, yeah, it was Zaitsev. It, it was, it, Zaitsev like hit him hard. And like he went down and Thomas goes, oh, he's done for the year. <laughs> Done for the year. Literally, Russo, like, like, literally, that's happened five times this year yeah. alone. Yeah. Well, did you hear what Jack Edwards said? I think when the Leafs played the Bruins, he was like, "Here's Andre Kasha had more concussions and points yeah. last year." And I was like, yeah. "I was like, dude." Mm. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. It's like, Jack Edwards kidding? has a couple, like, especially when it comes to injuries and Bruins players. That dude does not hold that. <laughs> no. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think Jack Edwards is good for hockey because, like, you don't really see many homer, like, commentators like you do in baseball or even basketball. I think Jack Edwards is amazing because he knows exactly what he's doing. Exactly. But then he says shit like that. And you're like, ooh. Maybe <laughs> yeah, like, not that. I'm or what did he say? Like- then, do you remember when he compared Matt Cook to, like, like a like a serial killer. Do you guys yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like prisoner of the year, and people were like, "Jack, like what?" <laughs> He's had a few if you want. Like keep him as the Bruins announcer. Cool. Um, my problem is they give him national games, and it's the worst. <laughs> or I don't know if they do anymore. But under NBC, he would commentate like a Bruins Islanders game, and it's just. He does it like he's <laughs> a Bruins fan. Cause he yeah. Is, man, I think, man, I think it's hilarious, though. He's, he's good. It's no, the same but, like uh, with, with Joe Bowen. Like, dude, I love Joe Bowen. Don't give him the Leafs games on TV. Those games. are national games. <laughs> Everybody speaking, will hate us more than we already do. Speaking of national games, why were the Coyotes playing on a national game? <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? It was Biz's idea, <laughs> man. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that, I guess, in a bit. But no, I'm excited for the game tomorrow. I know you guys are. I'm just excited to be back mm-hmm. playing a game. I think that's going to be, um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think kind of just getting back and being able to be in a crowd because I think it'll be like a ton of fun. You know, I think it'll be. I think it'll be good. Like I'm excited. I don't know. Yeah. About, I don't know about you, Thomas. I know no, you are. No, you have to be excited for a game. Like I know it's the same two teams that have been playing. Like I said in the intro, like 500 times, like since the last year. But I think it's always exciting when you go to a game, and especially the first game that we're going to be in attendance. That is, well, obviously the baseball game we went to, but actual yeah. hockey game inside a facility where all the fans are there and cheering. It's pretty, pretty fun. Yeah, I think yeah, like I, I want to know your guys' um, just your general feel from how the Leafs kind of compare to, like you said, the Jays or like even before. 
Because everything I've heard is like, man, that nobody wants to be in that building. Jay's games, I've always thought, have been a lot more fun. And to me, that's probably just because I'm not a Leaf fan and I'm always cheering for the pro team. Right. I've always had a lot more fun at Jay's games. I think the atmosphere when they're playing well and they're winning is always a lot better. <laughs> that but, like, I mean, I mean, like I've, Scotiabank this year specifically because I oh, hear well, this year. I guess been, we'll, I guess we'll find out because they're not filling it, it up, right? No, they're not. They're not filling up the building because even when we went to the baseball game, it wasn't full, but like people were making a lot of noise. And mm-hmm. then when I went to that game at the end of the year, their last game, it was like people were excited. I don't really know. I guess we'll find out tomorrow what kind of the atmosphere is like. But yeah, it's probably like, more just because the building isn't full, right? Right. Yeah, like Russo, I think I said uh, in our chat, like there's only so much entertainment dollars to go around in the city. Mm-hmm. And when the Jays came back. A lot of that went oh, to the it was Jays. Like, it was the first thing. Yep. Well, um, it was like you couldn't do anything else. It was like, oh, yeah. the Jays are here. Let's might as well go, right? Like <laughs> TFC happened. The Argos are happening. Um, yeah, but and they're, the Argos. Yeah. Um, people care about Cup. TFC. Yeah. People care, people about, care TFC. about TFC. Um, the World Cup qualifiers, those sold out, and those were those expensive. Those crazy. Uh, and Raptors, too. Like, oh, I wonder yeah, if right. Coupled with think, the entertainment dollars dwindling, if and people just having a general feeling of meh towards the Leafs. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, kind it's of also because tickets are stupid, man. Like That too. That too. Yeah, like entertainment dollars. There's only so much yeah. to go. You're going to yeah. shell out. You can shell out the same amount for a Leaf game than, that you could have for two Jays games and a TFC uh, game. Like, no questions. Like, no combined, questions combine the two tickets I bought to go watch the Jays this year was $70 for two games. <laughs> Yeah, oh like, my so god it's it's um no but at the end of the day i'm just excited to be going to watch a hockey game yep um because obviously the flames were here a lot last year couldn't go watch them um but i am so happy that this is only one of two times they have to play the Leafs. Yeah, thank god i got like honestly on, like it was with every team but it was like every time the flames played the Leafs last year it was like this is so exhausting because <laughs> something like so minor would happen like how many like shit storms on Twitter were there last year because no, of Matthew Kachuk? Yeah, tons. There was the Campbell thing, which okay, rightfully so. Then there was the fight with Justin Hall when Justin Hall was like, "Oh, we're fighting," and then Kachuk started skating towards him. He's like, "Actually, I'm gonna pick up my gloves." <laughs> like, what are you doing, Justin? There was that. Um, I think Kachuk like hit Tavares last year and like labeled him, and people were like, "That's dirty." I'm like, what? Like, man, like, that's, like, one of the teams I fucking hate when they're playing. It's, like, because you know, like, the minute something happens, the 18 million Twitter warriors, oh, my God, mm-hmm. kill Matthew Kachuk. It's, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when Leo Komarov fucking blindsided Gaudreau, even though that was a clean We were game, there. That was, we were there, too, oh, yeah, man. I was, I was at that game. Fucking, I had great seats. I was, like, seven rows up, and I just see Gaudreau laying on the ice. I'm, like, oh, we're done. It's, like, bye, Johnny. Like he's dead, and then he came back two minutes later. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" But um, in general, no, but, Russo, I think the Leafs and Flames have like an underrated rivalry because there's a lot of well, stuff because that of happened. last year. Yeah, no, not last even last year. year. Before that, too, the Cadre stuff, like Giordano. Oh, I forgot about that. Like they did, they have an underrated Giordano one. Rock them and like freaking Cadre was like, "I'm gonna kill you." But like, it's a rivalry. But both teams just kind of like gen- suck. Like generally enjoy each other. Yeah. Eh. I don't know about that it's anymore. I think Kachuk's kind of come in here and be like, yeah, everyone hates us now, which I don't mind. Yeah. I don't know. It should be fun. Like, 
there's a few guys I've never seen score live as a play. Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau. I've never seen them score live. So hopefully, Keep it you that know, way. <laughs> no, no, I've seen Kachuk score in shootout twice, but that doesn't really count. Thomas and I were at one of them where he did the little flippy flip, but no, I've never seen him score live. Those two. I've seen Monaghan a couple times, but I want Gaudreau to do some wizard shit and just, you know, do his thing. So mm. no, but I'm excited. Should be fun. Um, yeah. I'll see the flames play. Time. We will have a good time. And then we're going out after the game. So that'll make it more fun. So, um, but no, they play, obviously they got Montreal tonight and then hopefully they play well tonight. Hopefully they play well tomorrow because uh, my dad's a half fan. So we'll have that tonight and then right into Toronto tomorrow. So um, we're talking about the game fun. guys, man. We need a score predict so he can post on the Instagram before the game. What are your score Ain't predictions? A... No, I'm just okay. joking. No, no, no. Tom, I'll let you go first. Two nothing flames. Ooh, wow. dead with shutout. Okay. Three I'm one go... flames. <laughs> Which one are you going with? One... Three one. Three one. Three one. I'm gonna go. Two out of the last three games went to shootout when oh, I went to the games. Hurry up. Up, but I'm going to go 5-4 Flames overtime win. Ooh, They're scoring three on three. Thomas? All right. I am going to go 4-2 Toronto Maple Leafs with the empty netter being the fourth goal. Ooh. Okay. Um, preface, empty netter is the third goal for me. Okay. <laughs> so it's a close game. It's, it's and it's probably going to be Michael Backlund because he only scores empty netters. Yeah. No, I hope I get – I hope it's an exciting game. I hope we get overtime. Can we get both teams a point? Like, we can go happy. We can go all go home happy. Both teams Down get a point. Yeah. All right. And then we move our way back to other NHL news because we're a podcast about other NHL news, not just the Flames and Leafs. The Blackhawks are a total mess this year, obviously, with the off-ice stuff. Jeremy Colleton is out as head coach of the Blackhawks. Derek King has taken over as the interim coach, I believe, for the whole regular season after this. So whatever happens with the Blackhawks, and however their season play out, he's going to be the head coach. But, boys, good that he's fired? Bad? What, what do you guys feel? Good for the team because he's a bad coach. Bad for hockey because that means they might start winning more games. Ooh, that's a good one. Actually, I don't know how Derek King might be. He'll probably be yeah, – he I might be as know. ass. I don't he know. Was, was he in the AHL before? Yeah, he yeah, was Rockford. He was their, he was their he was AHL Rockford. coach. Uh, I'm going to go with, man – uh, Jeremy Colleton was a Stan Bowman guy, so at least like that's pretty good. They got him out, and not a very good coach. So let's say it's good for good for the Blackhawks. Although, like Russo said, um, the Blackhawks being good is bad for hockey. They should suffer. That won't be. They won't be good anyway. No team's ass. They're on a two-game winning streak, boys. Watch out! Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, do they have three wins now? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Them in Arizona combined for four. Damn. That team is brutal, man. And Jacob Markstrom has more shutouts than the Blackhawks have wins. Just put it that way. Yeah. Nah, I don't really want to get into the Blackhawks thing again because it's so heavy. But yeah, did no. you guys see? Did you guys see the interview with John Doe too? I did not know. Yeah, Oof. that was that was. I thought that was harder to listen to than the Kyle Beach one. And they were both tough. But, man, like, unbelievable. 
I think the NHL just needs to step up for him. And the NHL said they're not paying for his therapy and everything, the counseling, and and the Blackhawks are kind of standing there like we're waiting for someone to do it for us. We're okay, so guys, we're really, really ridiculing the Blackhawks, and deservedly so. Gary Bettman is the next guy yeah, in line. Yeah. Like, where well, is this guy yeah. going? I I encourage you to listen. I encourage you to listen to it because I think everyone should. But the mother did say they asked her about Gary Bettman, and she was like. He either needs to retire or find a new profession. Good. Because he's been here for too long. And Way very clearly, long. that's true. It's, I don't know. I don't, I know we spent, you know, a couple episodes ago, you know, talking about this and it's heavy. And I don't really think I really want to keep talking about it. Like, I mean, right, right. we can't let this story die because the Blackhawks are trying to throw it away in court and whatnot. But. Go listen to the the Steve Dangle podcast, the most recent one. Steve does a pretty unbelievable job of like breaking it down and saying what a piece, how big pieces of shit the uh, the Blackhawks have been in the NHL. So that's what I would recommend to do. But uh, in terms of Colton, yeah, I mean the team still sucks. So yeah, okay. he's not a very good head coach. And thank I have God a question for you too, mm-hmm. and this might tie into it a little bit. Okay. So Stan Bowman knew he was going to be fired uh, probably last March or April, whenever it came out and the independent investigation was yeah. ongoing. Yeah. He knew he was. So that draft, he knew he was going to be fired. Um, and the 12 women he put up on stage for some reason, that was, that was so stupid. Uh, right like, after Logan Mayu. Oh, what a great look. Uh, he traded for Seth Jones. Knowing that he would probably be fired, traded for Mark Andre Fleury, knowing that he'd probably be fired, and he gave them a whole bunch of money that they can't give to the kid. I like. I would hope he didn't kind of throw away the Blackhawks' future, but I wonder if maybe that's what happened. Maybe a lot of the picks that he sent in the Jones deal because it was two firsts, I believe. Well, two one first, made, second, and. And uh, Boquist. Like, maybe he was anticipating a fine and being fined picks. Like, I was just looping back, and it just seemed a little bit fishy to me. I don't know. It's <laughs> When you think about it that way, it's pretty fishy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, mm, that was some pretty bold moves there. Like, like I'm just going to sure? put it up. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, Almost fired GM trades all picks to run for it, even though his team sucks. Like that's basically what it is. Yeah, I'm like, they gave up some care whoever takes over Flurry. next. Yeah, like, uh... he's not allowed in hockey anymore. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. He's never going to get a job anywhere else. No, this no, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't at least. But it shouldn't. I don't know. It's a awful situation all around. I, I mean, we don't have to tell you that twice. Anyway, um, some happier news, I guess. Um, the Senators, they finally did the thing. Um, Brady Kachuk named 10th captain in franchise history. Um, it, it was We knew it was coming. I didn't think it would happen this season just with the contract. I thought they would have done it when he signed it. But I think we all knew this was the direction the Suns were going to go in <laughs> if they got Brady locked up long-term, which they did. Um, I mean... The only other guy I thought would have been close for captain is Shabbat, but it's pretty clear that I think Brady's the guy. 
that's driving that yeah, bus yeah. in uh in Ottawa. So I mean, <laughs> um, pretty you know we all knew it was coming, but it's still a good move for them. They have him locked up for seven years. That's the guy you're moving forward. With. <laughs> so doesn't see it? Uh, I just. Thomas, you're laughing. Why? I'm laughing because Russo said, like Russo said, he's driving the bus. They haven't won since he's got a name captain, and they're in half their teams in COVID protocol. So I guess the bus ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone say. Uh, I saw someone put out a tweet. It was like it was like Pierre Dorian said, like Brady's the one that drives the bus for us, and someone goes, "Oh, they really have, they really don't have that much money in Ottawa. If Brady Kachuk is driving the bus." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say something like, "Well, at least it wasn't an Uber." <laughs> that's true. It wasn't an Uber. That was like three years ago, man. That was like a that was. dude. That's one of the best videos I've ever watched because it was great. I don't care what anyone says. That video is amazing because I love how because it's any because like I don't know about you guys. Like at least when I played hockey, like we talk shit about our every coach team all the time. does it, man. Everybody, yeah. Does. Like we would all we would like. I remember one of my my good friends like hated one of our coaches and like he would like fucking like we'd go home and he'd be like fuck i hate fucking dave he's such a piece of fucking shit <laughs> and it's like and it's like yeah and like meanwhile you got like chris tierney like yeah, our penalty kill fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> like no nah, it was great but getting back to to brady no nah, it's um it's, a it's good just move. a weird like unfortunate event that's happened yeah. since <laughs> yeah but uh I, w- I wanted to say that the the the, the sends are doing everything with brady that the Flames should have been doing with Matthew. They're doing everything right with yeah. Brady. Locked him up long-term. Made See, him captain. I wish if I was the Sens, they were able to sign him a day ahead of time. Get him in for that first game. Name him captain. Walk him onto the ice with the C on his yeah. chest. Like, yeah, that would have been crazy. They could have done Could have done what the Leafs did with Tavares, right? Where it's like we didn't That's know exactly who was going to be. That's kind of thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you know, what do you do? It happened. They named him. It's the right move for the senators. You know, um, no complaints there. It's a good move. Um, couple milestones. Ovechkin, at age thirty-six, he just still isn't slowing down, which is pretty unbelievable. Um, he now ties Brett Hole, seven hundred and forty-one goals. He's a machine. He's the machine. He's having a good start to, to the start. year too, man. Like he's, he's been good. Good start. Great start. Yeah. Unbelievable. What is he? He's leading the league in goals, is he not? Yeah. This guy's yeah. gonna score fifty at thirty six. He's gonna score fifty. Good. Hey, and that that helps cut down on the like needing thirty every year yeah. for the rest of that contract, dude. It might just be twenty. <laughs> yeah, for real. If he gets fifty, if he gets like two more fifty goal years, oh yeah, he's he's set. No, it's uh, he's unbelievable. He's having a great, great start. Who would have thought? I mean, probably all of us, but I didn't think we'd see this good of a start from Ovi. Yeah, man, so good, so good. No one's then, figured out that one timer somehow. He's been you know what's funny, Russo? You, you, you say years. that, Russo. You say the one timer. He hasn't scored a one timer goal this year. True. Has he not? No. Wow. <laughs> he scored like. Wait, you know what's coming? Like, yeah, you know what's coming? coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's so crazy though that like whatever like he's gonna score probably twenty goals like that this year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like goalies are like, how did it get by me? It's like I've only watched film on this guy for fifteen years. <laughs> Spencer Knight wasn't was he even born when Ovi was like ripping in the oh, probably <laughs> I think he was in a one, but like 
Spencer Knight was like four years old, and he's gonna be, he's gonna get beat. He's like, I only watched this guy's highlight for fifteen years. Yeah, you know, the no, it's stupid. Coming, he's, the kids in next draft will all not have been born when OV started. Oh four, oh four, oh five. They're oh four, oh five. Because his first year was at oh five, oh six. Yes, his lockout year. Okay, that's so nuts. they're gonna make so one. Next that's year. nuts, eh? But he was that's drafted. Crazy. They weren't born. No, yeah, he was drafted in oh four because yeah. of lockout. Yeah, pretty nuts. Pretty that's, wild. Oof. Yeah, yeah, he's insane. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> um, and Alex Barkov now leads the Florida Panthers all time in goals with 189. Not as good as Ovi, no, but still pretty good. Still pretty damn pretty good. good. See, I had to look this up because I didn't actually believe because 189 doesn't seem like that much. And then you remember yeah, nobody played on Florida for a while, <laughs> ever. up until um, Huberto broke out, and well. I had to look, and Pavel Bure, I guess, was the other record holder for who Barkov beat, I think. I think it was Jokinen. Holy crap, Jokinen. No, Oli Jokinen. Was it Oli or was it UC? Oli. They both played there, yeah. Oli Jokinen. Remember him? He played for the Leafs one game. One game. Got the overtime assist. Played for the Flames for a few years. Yeah, yeah I couldn't years. believe it because I had to look it up because uh, Pavel Burry potted 58 and 59 in back-to-back years <laughs> for the Panthers. Pavel Burry was sick, though. He was pretty Pavel sick. Pavel Burry was insane. But, yeah, that's that's a pretty wild number. But Barkov, yeah, I mean, he's their best player. Good for him. Um, Tom. I have a question. It's something about the Coyotes. Yes. Why were so, they on national television? Okay, not that, but that's <laughs> who, whose idea? Because the NFL was on and the NHL doesn't care when the NFL is on. <laughs> that's true. That's why they were on national television. No. I have a question for you guys. So, post-expansion, mm-hmm. the uh, 2020 Red Wings hold the worst record in the National Hockey League. Or, I think I have the year wrong, because that was the shortened season. 1920, I believe. Anyway, they oh, were 1745 and nine, and they hold the record for the worst uh, season post expansion. The expansion Capitals are the worst team, 867 and five. The Arizona Coyotes are currently 111 and one, and on pace to become the worst team in NHL history. Do they do it? Yes or no? Yeah. Oh my! This team God. is so bad, dude. I'm looking at their team like, poor Jacob Chikrin. He hasn't been good like, either. What the hell are you talking he, about? No, okay, but well, like, it's not his fault for a worst plus minus. By the way, yeah, he's he, gonna okay. win the Masters this year. He had. <laughs> he might win the all-time Masters. This, is there like a Masters greatest list? He could win that. <laughs> this yeah, poor bastard has Thomas, one assist in 13 games. Do you remember when we games. pushed so hard for him to be in our top 10 list? Uh, we, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I did. Yes, I you did. Devon- I, you I, I didn't. Devon no. Taves. Russo, I think you might have been right on that. Yeah, I wanted Devon Taves, and who was the other one I really wanted? I think it might have been Pollock. Pollock? No, because we had Pellet. Yes. Yeah, I was really pushing for Devon Taves. No, I, I said, Tom, that I said, I think it's one year of chicken. <laughs> like, we'll see what happens next year, and then look at him now. <laughs> 1.13 oh, games, and he's a dash 20. Given, okay, 
You're on a team that's won one game. It's not his that's fault true, he's at yeah. dash 20. No. He's probably playing 25 minutes a night. It's not his fault. Like, dude, Shane Gostas Bear has been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, were, like, and they were given picks to get to take him. And now they're going to flip him Gostas by the deadline. For nine like, points, I believe. Ghost has been good because even all the analytics people are like, hey, uh, Ghost has been good in sheltered minutes in Arizona because he's playing on like the third pair. He's got 11 points in 13 games. Yeah, like, I'm so dude, sorry. That's good on any team, let alone the Philly Coyotes. made a mistake. I'm Philly like, such a mistake I feel so them. bad for the guy who they're going to draft. At Arizona? Dacker, they're going to be like, he's going to like suffer, like literally suffer. Even like Clayton Keller, like poor guy, him too. Like yeah, he's man. a good player. And like, yeah. Dude, they, they have they, this guy like Vamelka starting every game. Like, who are you? This I know this poor guy too. Like, look, um, okay. His stats right now. Go look, yeah, tell me. Unbelievable that he's a 902. What? Like he's above 900. Wait, he and, is? And yeah, he's a, he has a 902, and he has a 3.20 GAA, which, you know That's what? Not bad. It's not even that bad, all things considered, because he's playing on this team. But, like, mm-hmm. do you, like, have you seen any of the games where it's like, like, obviously, Caprizov and Zuccarello just, like, bullied him last night. Like, at what, at what point is this just, like... This is just bullying at this point. No, I, at this point, it's just tanking. Like, they're literally tanking. Oh, yeah. This, okay, like, list, okay I'm going to li- list out their lineup as of right now because it's <laughs> bad. Forwards are terrible. Their first line at one point was, like, Louis Erickson. Okay, yeah, so I'll read their They had the Canucks fourth as their top line. Yeah, so their current the lineup right now is Andrew Ladd, Barrett Hayton, Clayton Keller. Andrew Lawson, Ladd is... Andrew Ladd is still playing, yes. And he has three points in 12 games. Um, Barrett Hayden, Clayton Keller. No, he he's he's playing. Um, second line: Kraus, Larson, Kessel. Poor Kessel's got five points in thirteen games. That you know what? Someone's gonna trade for him. Like this trade deadline is gonna be super happy with Phil. Um, their third line: Brussel, Beagle, Dimitri Yaskin, who I didn't even know was still playing. And their fourth line is <laughs> Louis Erickson, Travis Boyd, Christian Fisher. And then their defense is Chikrin, Labushkin, Kapobianko, Strowman, Gossespierre, and Dyson Mayo. Mayo. And then their goalies are, I don't even know how to say his name. Vemelka. Vemelka and uh, Wedgwood, a.k.a. Scott Wedgwall, who was just picked up <laughs> off waivers. <laughs> the second and time for them. <laughs> yeah, and their injured reserved is Schmaltz, Dezingle, Galchenyuk, Timmins, and Carter Hutton. It's bad. It's really bad. bad. And I'm looking at their prospect pool. Like, it's not very good. Gunther, and that's it. They had picks taken away from them. Like, yeah, but they got Gunther at nine this year. And, like, they have Sodastrom, who's like pretty good. I don't know how good he's going to be. He's going to be Dylan Gunther. But, like, other than that, like, yeah, they're going to have to do a really good job drafting this year. The thing I like about this. Is uh, we only have about a year and a bit left until we start talking about Austin Matthews contract extension slash trades. He's not going to Arizona. Stop putting that out there. He's all walking in this shit show. Exactly. They Unless they good. turn it around somehow in two years, which is not happening. That's not happening. Because Unless it's they Arizona. build their team around to like everything but a one C, and then it's like, like unless they get fifteen million. Like unless you get Shane Wright. Like this year, and then you somehow get like a top three pick next year, which is possible. 
and you get like Bedard or Mitch Gov and whatever, and then then you like start building and like okay, even then like I don't know, it, it's bad. <laughs> this is bad. But to answer your question, Tom, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna go ahead and say no. They will not be the worst. Just because, like, in a day and age like this, like, I don't think you can be that bad. Like, with the amount of parity, it makes it hard. Yeah, that's why. I know, but like, I'm looking at this lineup, and their third line has combined two points. That's true. And it's Roussel and Beagle with a point each. I had (laughs) a, I think my hot take before the season ended was Buffalo will come close to matching last season's disaster, and the Kangaroos will be worse. You're, you're Buffalo, right there. Buffalo's doing better. Pretty good. Wait wait and see how that goes. But the Coyotes are way down there. Yeah. Like, their leading point scorer is Ghost, who's playing on the third pair of 11 points. And he was injured then, for a couple of games. Yeah, he's played, he's played 13 games. Russo, can you pull up how many uh, – where would Aiden Hill be? In total scoring for the Coyotes. Is that possible? Oh, because he had like two points against the Flames last game. Yes, he did. I believe he has two points. Yeah, like he would be like... Where does that put him on the Coyotes? Well, he'd have more than friggin'... He'd have more than Antoine Roussel, I'll tell you that much. Here, where Arizona. He'd have like... So, okay. He would be... If he's higher than eighth, I'm going to cry. He has more than Barrett Hayden. So, he'd be... Okay. The second line, they all have more. He's like probably is... tenth. Jesus. He has more points than Chikrin. He's got more. Yeah, like it's. That and like, bad. look, we we know Arizona. Like this was the plan to be very bad, and acquire the infinity gauntlet of second round picks. Because that's what they have. They have Dude, fucking. There's no lottery for second round picks. Come on. I know, but like. You can still like hit on some pretty good guys in the second round if you're good at drafting. We know they're not, but they got they got three firsts this year. They got five seconds this year. Yeah, no, they have a lot of picks. <laughs> they have a lot of picks. <laughs> they have eight picks in the first three rounds, and that's going to become more because they're going to be trading a bunch of guys at the deadline. Who are all good? That's how a rebuild should be done. Good. Like, are you telling me some dumb GM isn't going to trade a second for Jay Beagle? No, I don't and a think that's for bad. Antoine Roussel. No, I think it'll be like a second for like Kessel. I think some stupid GM's gonna give up like a first. Well, if they do, they shouldn't be a GM anymore. They're they're gonna be like, hey, Phil, remember those remember those con smites you should have won? <laughs> Pierre Maguire, if the Sens somehow get close, you'd be like, hey, Phil, how's your breath? <laughs> He's gonna say better that's, now, bro. Buddy, that's my favorite interview of all time. Is when Pierre Maguire was like, How's your breath? It was it's pretty yeah. bad, eh? Not good, in terms eh? of conditioning. Okay, it's my favorite saying. interview of all yes time. Yes or no? Before player. Oh yes yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I sorry, I already said yes, but yeah, I think the team's so bad they're only going to get worse because they're only going to be trading guys out. Like Kessel's not finishing the year on this team. Chekrin, does he finish the year on this team? Yeah. Yes. You think so, Keller? Yeah, yeah. Probably. I don't know if I'm Jacob Chekrin. I'm trying to like fucking force my way out of off, off this team. Fucking trade me. Anyway, no, they're they're bad and uh yeah I, player I, of the week time, boys. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, Tom, you wanna you wanna start off? Sure, sure. Uh I had a quick look through. Jordan Everlay. 
He had five goals this week, no assists. Um, except he had the first hat trick in yes, uh, Vegas Golden Knights history while the Seattle Kraken exist. Neither of you got that joke, did you? No. Not really. No? No? Okay. I'll just... I'll let just that move on. Just move on. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Russo. Um, I know we touched on it earlier, but Ovi. Um, the dude had a, another phenomenal week. Two goals in three games, six points combined. He was a plus two. Obviously, he passed Brett Hull in um, scoring. He's third in the league in points. 21 points in 12 games. He's right behind Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. It's right behind the, the two-headed monster in Edmonton. Um, yeah, that's pretty unbelievable that he's still doing this. And obviously, we touched on him, but um, I'm going with Ovi. He's, he had a, he's been great the whole season, but he had a pretty damn good week this week. So, uh, Ovi's my guy. Thomas? Yeah, I'm going to go with, I guess you would call him my guy, but he just plays for my team. Uh, so, unfortunately, I'm there to like him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Mitch Marner, four goals, six assists, 10 points since our last recording. Five power play points, five even the strength points. He's getting it done on both fronts. You know, we talk shit about this guy a lot, and, you know, he kind of deserves it when he gets to the playoffs. But regular season seems to be this guy's bread and butter, and he continues to just score. I know we can talk about how, un, you know, engaged he is, Tom, but at the end of the day, this guy's probably going to lead the Toronto Maple Leafs in points for however long he plays on this team, whether it's only this year, for the next four years. Mitch Marner, man, player of the week again. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I think yeah. that might be it, boys. That's it. I think it will be. Have fun at the game tomorrow. We will. It should be Try. fun. We'll send you videos and pictures. We will. Even that though you might be asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be Tom, one o'clock. Fr- I will be asleep. Tom, it's a Friday night. You just stay up and watch it. Russo, buddy, I'm waking up at like 7 in the morning to go for a hike tomorrow. Oh, that's fun. Not. No, not, not, to- not that's not tomorrow. Up. That's tomorrow. That's Wait, what time is it there right now? 11.40. Okay, fair enough. That's in seven yeah. hours. Oh, so the game doesn't win start to what? Almost 1 a.m.? One. one in the morning. Ooh. That's oh, so okay. crazy, man. Yeah. Okay, so just record the game, watch it when you can, and then we can talk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so uh, go Flames. Hopefully they win. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is that really – you guys got a – Anything else, or is that it? I'm, I'm all set. All right. Well, that's gonna, that's gonna do it for this one. We appreciate you guys listening in. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Burning Leaf Pod. And as I said in all episode, it should be fun. See you guys in the next one.